Hey guys, welcome back to Soulful Muse Podcast. I am Mariana, your host. I am feeling grateful. I'm feeling light. I'm feeling fulfilled. My heart is happy. I hope you're feeling positive as well. It's the end of October and we have two months left of the year. It's definitely a good day to have a good day. Before I start with today, I would like to share that I am recognizing and learning that people are listening to my pod. I see you guys posting it, sharing it with your friends and me. <laughs> y la verdad, se siente muy cool. Se siente muy padre que te digan que les estés ayudando, que estás haciendo una diferencia. Mi enfoque con este podcast, ya lo he dicho, no es precisamente que quiera ser popular. Para mí es más que eso. Para mí, yo solo quiero soltar todo lo que tengo, todo lo que he aprendido y quiero crear conversaciones entre nosotros, entre amigos, entre familias. It feels so nice to be heard and to be told that I am making a difference. My heart feels happy. My primary focus, like I said, is not to grow as soon as possible. I actually want to pour my heart out into the world and I hope I am that safe space for you. And it feels so good to know that people are listening. So thanks for those that are. I'm grateful for your existence. And I am definitely grateful for Soulful Muse podcast. So today's Soulful Spotlight goes out to my cousin Erica. She has a small business called Erica Sweet Creations, where she bakes all things from those really, really yummy wedding cookies that are shaped like flowers. But recently I've learned that they're called hojarascas. And she may always makes empanadas and cakes. You tell her what you want and she will make it happen. She also provides party trays with an event cart that is av available to rent. She started her small business in May, so about five months ago. She has recently posted her November uh, calendar and her days are filling up. So if you guys are interested in showing up to a house with a, um, a sweet treat, I recommend you hit her up especially for the holidays. She is based in the Houston area. She has a lovely website where you can browse through the yummy treats she has available. I do recommend you make your orders a week in advance because it's always nice to give someone enough time to prepare and gather up the ingredients and plan ahead. It's a win-win. I see the hard work she has been putting every day, non-stop. It's admirable. I see you, queen. Keep doing you. I am so proud of you. I will provide her Instagram handle as well as her website. Remember, friends, if you would like to share a small business with me, do not hesitate and reach out. So, today I want to talk about one very fragile, almost hurtful habit. Saying sorry. Or over-apologizing, if you will. 
I feel so drawn to talk about this because I feel like the word sorry has become part of my everyday vocabulary. Saying sorry for making mistakes, hurting others is necessary, right? But I know there are moments that this word does not fit, yet I force in. And I, I know I'm not the only one. I am the type of person or I've caught myself saying sorry way too many times. For even bumping into a chair, a chair, it doesn't make sense. I've learned that saying sorry too much is an act that unconsciously undermines our self-esteem. Words are powerful. Words manifest unwillingly sometimes. That is why one of the most important things we have to be self-aware of is our use of language. The things that we say in any situation, to a person, to yourself. I have heard that positive words manifest a certain way, but negative words can be just as powerful or more than that. And I want to say I've given in to apologizing a lot, so much so that it's become automatic. One of the talks I've had with my therapist was so interesting because I was telling him about a situation in my life and he caught me trying to minimize my feelings and my overall experience. I was in literal tears telling him how I felt and then I started to question myself and um, my thoughts and my own human experience and I told him, I remember saying this, I told him, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm exaggerating. Maybe I'm too sensitive. Maybe I'm reading things too intensely. I'm sorry. And then, that's when he stopped me. He gave me an immediate reality check and he was like, Mariana, you are allowed to feel the things that you feel. And look at you. This clearly hurts you. So, that made me think. And it's made me understand that this is a valid response it's a human experience and i'm here for it i'm living for all of it i've been told that i am too much that i do too much but i i have also learned that i cannot and i will not apologize for being who i am i believe my light and my energy and my lame jokes, and my loud laugh, and my everything else. It makes me me, and I refuse to hold back. I refuse to minimize myself as an accommodation for others. If people are bothered by what I do, by my personality, it is not my problem. And I say that in the most kind way, in the most self-aware way. Um, and what a wonderful thing it is to be unbothered. I have grown tired of being so attentive or worried or even paranoid about others' opinions of me. All my life, I have been taught to be careful with what I do, 
what I say, what I wear, because people will talk. And it's true. It's true. But I've gone to the extreme and for so many years I held myself back. So with that, um, my ability to express myself was so limited. But I have also learned that people talk either way and only I have the power to choose if it affects me. And for a while it did. It created a sense of shame for doing things that made me feel good. Those years with this um, continuous habit created this shame, which later became a fear. Then at the same time, you know, the word sorry was overused many, many times. But when did it become shameful to be comfortable and to feel good in my own skin? To embrace every part of me that makes me me? That makes me human. These are the things we should not feel sorry for. Existing. Things that we should be, that should be celebrated. Things that should be embraced. Things that cannot be controlled. I think saying sorry way too many times also stems from, um, a habit of being too hard on ourselves. The need to be perfect, the need to have everything in control, also on the constant avoidance of, of conflict or confrontation. We say, I know, I know you've done it. <laughs> we say we are saving our time and energy instead of trying to clarify something with someone and then decide to live in a continuous loop of of people pleasing like i said in the previous episode right to keep us from creating a conflict with everyone which you know it, it it's like easier you know what i mean it's easier to to say sorry than to fix a problem um and we think it's you know quote unquote successful but in reality it just creates a bigger internal conflict saying sorry becomes our automatic immediate coping mechanism right but this word this word makes us focus more on the negative more on on our failures it keeps us um from thinking positive, you know, it, it makes us keep tabs on the things that go wrong rather than, than the ones that do go right. I've been told a couple times and it stuck to my head so much because I love this so much. They told me, en lo que se falla, se aprende. Meaning, in the things that may fail, we still get to learn. I also want to add, while some of us have a habit of over-apologizing, others don't at all. And this, I believe, stems from a lack of accountability or practice of. Our habits stem from what we see, right? Our childhoods shape our identity. It's definitely, I think, a responsibility that has two options. 
accepting or challenging it. I also think cultures and genders have a lot to do with it. You know, like the, the usage of this word, of this act, of this practice. But I think the most important thing to take away from this is our self-awareness. Imagine this. I would like us to keep a tally of how many times we use the word sorry. Regardless of the times, whether we use it too much or not at all. I believe this word is extremely powerful. It has the power to break or make relationships. It has the power to lessen the potential creating negative reactions of creating them. It has the power to soften tensions in us. Using this word, I think... Responsibly, I know and intentionally and and genuinely is what matters. I think we shouldn't worry about what other people think, right? Because if if you do, then we'll never live. So, you know, this paranoia and the constant need of saying sorry is diminishing the potential, the of us in our lives that we keep from, you know, we, we keep from living, if that makes sense. Mi, mi mami siempre nos manda fotos de dichos, mensajes, recordatorios y así en el grupo de familia de, de WhatsApp. Y nos mandó uno, de hecho, que me gustó mucho y que quiero compartir. I will say this in English too. But the quote says, No digas, disculpa por quitarte tu tiempo. Di, gracias por tu tiempo y por ayudarme. No digas, perdón por no llegar a tiempo. Di, gracias por esperarme. No digas, perdón por hablarte tanto de mis problemas. Di, gracias por entenderme y escucharme. No digas, Perdón por molestarte. Di gracias por aceptarme. In English. So my mom sent me a picture of a quote. And basically it's a practice to raise our self-awareness that I want to share with you. It says, instead of saying sorry for taking your time or wasting your time, say thank you for gifting me your time and your help. Instead of saying, I'm sorry for getting there late, say, thank you for waiting for me. Instead of saying, I'm sorry for talking about my problems too much, say, thank you for understanding and listening. Instead of saying, I'm sorry to bother you, say, thank you for accepting me. I think this is a beautiful thing to share and to even quote-unquote change about us, becoming more self-aware of the words that we use, incorporating a sense of, of, of gratitude in our attitude, right? Instead of overusing the word sorry, using this responsibly, this word. You know, we need to apologize when we need to. Last week, I talked about taking care of ourselves. Today, I talk about taking care of what we say. So, 
I say. Genuinely, carefully. A reminder to me and to you and to us. Never apologize for being yourself. Never apologize for loving the things that you do. Never apologize for doing the things that you do. Never apologize for laughing too loud. Never apologize for feeling your feelings. Never apologize for your happiness. Never apologize for feeling good and wearing what you want to wear. If it brings you confidence, so be it. If it bothers people, it's simply a reflection of what they feel within themselves. If it bothers people, it is their problem, not yours. Don't take this personal. Nothing in this life is personal. I've said this before and I will keep saying it. It is a beautiful thing to be human. We are beings living a human experience. So take it all in. You deserve to take up space. You deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be embraced. You are not a burden. You are capable. You are deserving. You are worthy of everything you desire. Until next time. Besitos.